It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Rams defensive line Bobby Brown gets a six-game PED suspension, so who steps into the void? That's coming up next on Locked On Rams. You are Locked On Rams, your daily Los Angeles Rams podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked on Rams your first listen every single day, free and available wherever you get your podcast. part of the Locked on Podcast Network. My name is Travis Rogers. Thanks for checking us out. Not only do I host Locked on Rams, but I also host the Rams pre- and post-game show on their flagship station, ESPN 710, right here in Los Angeles. I've been doing that since they came back to L.A. way back in 2016. Okay, so... The things that we want to talk about on the podcast today, the Rams, they absolutely cleaned up in the NFL ratings this last season. Is that a Rams thing or is that an NFL thing? That's coming up for just a little bit. Plus, Cam Akers is back, presumably healthy. What sort of year does he need to have for the Rams to kind of, I don't want to say go to the next level. They won the Super Bowl last year, but to continue to improve, especially at a position where they have not been particularly good since Todd Gurley was killing it a few years ago. But let's start with this. I know that this happened uh, a little bit ago. Bobby Brown, of course, gets uh, suspended by the NFL. He violates the league's PED policy, their performance-enhancing drug policy, and he's going to be down for six games. Um, It's kind of weird how the NFL does it. Um, I guess there really would be no other way to do it. But he can be with the team. He can practice with the team. He can play in the, the team's um, exhibition games they can he can participate in the dual practices that they're going to have but once that season starts on Thursday night against the Buffalo Bills coming up here in a couple of months uh, he's going to excuse me he's going to miss the first six games of the season and then of course he can rejoin the team and the Rams can use him however they see fit after that um, Bobby Brown clearly is not a guy that you think of the way that you think of a guy like Aaron Donald he's not a guy that you think of the way that you would think of maybe a Greg Gaines, for instance, somebody that made a pretty big impact on this team over the course of last season, particularly towards the the, the back half of last season. Um, so who steps in to the void right here? Um, it's interesting because the, the Rams are oddly thin at a position where they might have the best player in the whole league, might have the best player in football, period, never mind by position. Aaron Donald obviously a defensive lineman and is the best in the business, but the drop off from there um, is only a couple of guys long before all of a sudden you're kind of shrugging your shoulders and saying, what's going to come next after this Think of So Aaron Donald, of course, and Greg Gaines, who I just mentioned are going to get a lot of time. And then you've got a Robinson. I go back to something that Raheem Morris said uh, shortly after the Super Bowl, where he gave a Sean Robinson a, bunch of credit for the Rams being able to hold on and win the Super Bowl uh, against the Bengals last uh, winter. Robinson has been, it's not like there's a ton of noisy plays, but there's a ton of plays where he's in on them. And, and I think 
the fact that you're not missing him is a good sign. And but what but but by that I mean is you you're not saying, hey, Robinson is not carrying his weight. He's not doing the things that you need him to do, which means that he is, right? You can think of it like this. You know, if they say an offensive lineman, if they never say his name during a telecast, that means he's had a pretty good game because that means he's not getting his butt kicked by the defense, his quarterback standing up nice and clean, and they're not calling any penalties on him. The only time you're going to hear, you know, Brian Allen's name is if he keeps getting beaten or he keeps giving up sacks or he keeps uh, committing penalties. So think of the same thing, but on the defensive side of the ball for Ashawn Robinson. So he's obviously somebody that's going to need to step up and do some things along the way there. Now is where it gets a little bit more tricky. Somebody that the Rams not only had last year, but somebody that was able to contribute to what they were doing at a pretty high level last year was Sebastian Joseph Day until he got hurt. Of course, he gets the free agent money he is in. I almost did it again. I almost said he was in San Diego. He stays in L.A. with the Chargers, but he's no longer with the team. So he's a guy that is down the road a little bit. So all of a sudden, you've got a guy that's a that's quality player in Greg Gaines. You've got a guy that's a quality player in Ashawn Robinson. The other guy that you had at the position that's a pretty darn good player is now on a different team. And you've got a guy that's going to miss the first third of the season with a PED suspension. If anything happens to anybody else along the way, uh, you've got some real problems. They, you know, Aaron Donald is a category of one, so we're not really going to spend a ton of time talking about that possibility but if something happened to Robinson if something happened to Gaines all of a sudden you are uh, at a position where you know Aaron Donald as good as he is he's not going to be able to do every last little thing by himself he's going to have to get a little bit of support or at least if he's drawing a double and triple team on a regular basis somebody's going to have to take advantage of the fact that they're getting singled up over and over and over again and do some damage you know, Brown is one of those guys that was going to get an opportunity to play a decent amount. And now, at least for the first six games of the season, they're not going to do it. Now, you know, I don't want to spend a ton of time talking about how the NFL PED policy works. It, it's just, I, I don't know how to say this without sounding incredibly cynical. Um, I don't know who takes what in the NFL, and I don't know if I care entirely, right? I, I just, it is an incredibly brutal, difficult, tough sport that guys need to protect themselves. Guys need to do whatever it is they can to remain healthy. They need to do whatever it is they can to stay on the field. And if sometimes guys make some mistakes and do some things that maybe they shouldn't, I don't really look at them all that differently other than they got, they, they, they broke the rule and they pay the penalty and you come right back. This is not, this is not a baseball situation, right? And, and again, you're talking about an interior defensive lineman. You're not talking about somebody like Aaron Donald or, or somebody that's going to rack up a bunch of sacks or a quarterback or a wide receiver or Barry Bonds who hits a bunch of home runs. He's blown out the record football. We kind of just go, okay. I mean, I guess, I guess that is what it is. And we'll see you in six games and we'll see you when you come back in week seven. That's kind of the way that uh, the league works nowadays. And especially the NFL works when it comes to performance enhancing drugs. It is what it is. He got caught. He's going to have to pay the penalty. Rams are going to have to figure out a way to deal uh, with, with their first six games of the schedule without somebody that, if nothing else, was going to provide a little bit of depth, and that is some depth that's going to be tested. Hey, look, here's the rub, too, and and this is one of the scary things. And let me, I, If you are a baseball person like me, uh, you probably know this game. If you are exclusively a football person, maybe you don't. We throw the name Wally Pip at you, right? You know who Wally Pip was? Wally Pip was the first baseman prior to Lou Gehrig playing first base for the Yankees. Of course, Lou Gehrig ended up playing in six billion games in a row, 
Wally Pibb never got back on the field. Uh, if you miss time, there's a chance that somebody steps in and takes the opportunity that's presented to them and never gives it back to you. If you're Aaron Donald, you don't need to worry about getting Wally Pipp. If you're Bobby Brown, maybe you do. And and look, it's kind of a win-win for the Rams in that situation. If they find another player that's able to have some impact the way that they hope that he will in, in his absence, then great, you found another player. If they don't, then you get Bobby Brown back after a while and he dodges a bullet. But, you know, there's a reason that these guys fight like crazy to get back on the field. There's a reason that they take risks to stay on the field because they know if somebody else comes along at some point and does it a little bit better than they do or as well as they do, and they don't have to worry about other things, they might hold on to that job. Okay. Cam Akers missed virtually all of last year, played with them in the postseason a little bit during the regular season. He is back. He is presumably healthy. What are the expectations for the man that is assumed to be the Rams starting running back coming into the title defense here in 2022? That's coming up next on Locked on Rams. Let's talk a little bit about Bet Online. It is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your betting needs. Find all of your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find the reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, the NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Two golf leagues now, right? You got a chance to find a little golf here, a little golf over there. Maybe they all hate each other's guts, but who knows? There's plenty of golf action for you. Uh, out there as well. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information from live in-game betting scores and podcasts. They've got you covered. Head to betonline.net today to use your mobile device and learn more about the action happening today. Bet Online, where the game starts. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Which NFL stars move the betting line the most starting on July 18th? We are already underway. Locked On gives you the 50 most valuable players in the NFL from the odds makers at Bet Online. Available June 18th on Locked On NFL, wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. And I believe you got a little bit of me in the first 20 picks or so. So offensively, um, over the last couple of years, last year in particular, and really maybe the last two years, give or take, um, maybe the only portion of the Rams offense that you could have a little bit of, um, you know, maybe we could do a little bit better there, I think would be in the at the running back position. And, and, and do a little bit better might even be a step too far. I think, I think what may be a better characterization of that as opposed to do better, is just be a little bit more consistent. Daryl Henderson has been good, um, can't stay healthy. And, and he's not a big man. He, he plays hard, and, and he brings some skills to the team for sure. But this is not a big, durable guy who's going to go out there and carry it 25 times a game. And the Rams aren't trying to run it 25 times a game, but he just has not proven to be able to kind of stand up to that kind of uh, punishment that the NFL comes along. Cam Akers is a really good football player who's had some trouble staying healthy. And let's talk about him specifically. Um, this is a guy that if he can have the year that I think Rams fans are hoping for, that Sean McVay, I would argue, is probably hoping for, 
can maybe give this team a boost that not a lot of people will see coming. Here, here's what I mean by this. Cam Akers, in his rookie season, played 13 games and put together roughly 750 yards of total offense, right? Between running and receiving, uh, he put together 750 yards in 13 games. It's pretty good. So you figure you give him an additional 15 games, or, ta- or excuse me, five games, to get him to 18, it's well over 1,000 yards, okay? Go back to two seasons ago when the Rams were struggling at quarterback. Jared Goff was having, you know, a Jared Goff type of season. And about halfway through the season, Sean McVay clearly made a decision that we're done trying to force the, the, the Goff thing to be the focal point of what it is we do. What we're going to do is we're going to become a running team and we're going to go Cam Akers, Cam Akers, Cam Akers, Cam Akers. Not dissimilar to what they were doing with Todd Gurley a couple of years before that. Now, don't get me wrong. Todd Gurley at his best versus Cam Akers so far at his best. It's night and day. Todd Gurley was an MVP candidate and no one's expecting Cam Akers to be a Todd Gurley type of player. However, he was pretty darn good. He had a pretty significant impact on what the Rams were attempting to get done uh, Sunday to Sunday. And Sean McVay clearly trusts him. A little bit of a fumble bug along the way, but he, he was useful. Going to that game in Seattle at the end of the year, a lot of Cam Akers. Going to that first uh, playoff game of the year in Seattle, a lot of Cam Akers, right? You go to the game uh, in the divisional round against Green Bay in the cold, a lot of Cam Akers, right? And he was he was carrying the water. And, and you, you could almost feel the evolution and, and the fact that he was getting as 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 comfortable as he was in the role uh as the season progressed and again 13 games he you know most of this game like he got hurt early in the year and then as he played more and more through the middle in the end he was getting better and better he basically didn't play last year okay he only played one regular season game the very last game of the season that was more just to get his sea legs right hey can you do this or not after having the 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 injury that he did um and he comes back he had the achilles injury and he comes back and he plays in the postseason and I think if we're being honest, it was a mixed bag. He gave them a little bit of an element. He was really good in that Tampa game right up until he wasn't very good at all, right? Let's talk about Sony Michelle. Okay, I want to put these numbers in your ear one more time. Cam Akers, when he had his, you know, his most full season with the team, played in 13 games and racked up 750 yards in total offense. Sony Michelle last year, who you've heard me say nothing but good things about on this podcast, I'm a fan. I think Sony Michelle did as good of a job as anybody possibly could, given the circumstances in which he was brought to the team. Didn't know the team, had to learn it on the fly, know that it's a quarterback-heavy offense, and he gave them exactly what they needed when they needed it. I will always think that he's kind of the unsung hero of that Super Bowl team last year, and then kind of got, quite honestly, kind of moved off to the side in the playoffs for, for the most part. It's life. It's professional sports, right? This guy's a little bit better. We're going to go with him. Thanks for everything. Next man up, as they say. Um, Sony Michelle last year for the Rams in 17 games uh, put up 975 yards. Okay, so let's just let's just round it off to it. I think I said 18 games in the season earlier. 18 weeks, 17 games. Um, so Sony Michelle plays 17 games, puts up a thousand yards, give or take, slightly under a thousand yards. Um, and did you ever feel like he was doing anything extraordinary? Did you ever feel like, oh my gosh, look at this. This is the second coming of uh, Jonathan Taylor or, you know, Christian McCaffrey or anything. No, no, it just, he's a good, solid NFL player. 
What if you had somebody that was a little bit better than a good, solid NFL player at that spot? Again, let me be crystal clear. I'm not saying that you need to have Todd Gurley there, but what if you had somebody that was better than just good enough, but maybe a little bit short of great? Sounds a lot like Cam Akers, doesn't it? Again, health, huge piece of this, like with everybody else. And so far, you know, like I mentioned, we started this with Daryl Henderson. I don't know. Maybe. You know, staying healthy is a skill in the NFL like anything else. There's a lot of luck, and there's a little bit of just, you know, finding a way not to get hurt. Some guys can do it. Other guys struggle with that. If Akers can stay healthy and play 17 games, 15 games, 16 games, he's going to go well over 1,000 yards. What does that do for Cooper Cup? What does that do for Van Jefferson? What does that do for Tyler Higbee? What does that do, presumably, for Allen Robinson if he's, you know, the player that we're hoping that he's going to be? If you have a running game that not only, hey, they might give it to him 15 times a game, we at least got to play it. We at least got to make sure that we're in a right spot to deal with him um, offensively to, hey, that's an actual threat. That's actually somebody that if we are cheating to one side to play the pass, they're going to crush us in the running game. He can catch the ball out of the backfield. He's a pretty good blocker. He's a good football player. But this is kind of the season that he's got to do it, right? Because if he's unhealthy again, if he gets hurt again, then he's one of those guys that can't stay on the field. No no judgment. It's just it, it is what it is. He's just unable to stay healthy. But if he can go from where he was to where hopefully we would like to see him add a running game to this Rams offensive attack, takes pressure off the defense now too. You, you can You can, even when the Rams are playing really well, there's this thing about where the Rams can score really good defense right back on the field. And if the Rams have a three and out, especially if they're throwing the ball, it's not a ton of time. Spin a little bit of that clock when you need to do it. Cam Akers is set up to have a pretty big year. Can he do it? We're about to find out here in just a couple of months. Okay, so some interesting television ratings came out uh, about the last uh, 12 months or so. A lot of Rams all over that list. That's coming up next on Locked on Rams. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. This is not any particularly huge secret. This is something that I think anybody that uh, even partially pays attention to what's going on in the media world knows. If if you put an NFL game on TV, it's going to draw a number. The Rams were the number one watched television program uh, of the year. The Rams were the number two watched television program of the entire year. You're talking about Super Bowl, you're talking about NFC Championship game. Top 10 is littered with Rams games, right? And while I would love to think, hey, listen, the the entire country is catching Rams fever and the television ratings are an indicator of that, uh, not exactly. What it is, is it's the perfect storm of events, right? You have a very good team, Super Bowl winning championship team in the Rams, combined with a massive population, right? And, And I know that the San Francisco 49ers had all their fans come into SoFi Stadium and it, uh, us LA people would get a little bit of a bad rap about being, you know, we're, we're first, to, we're, we're late to arrive and we're early to leave and all of those, whatever, you say whatever you want. I like to go to games the way I like to go to the games. 
Um, there's a lot of us. There's a lot of us. There's, I mean, you, you spend time on the freeways. You, you uh, try to walk through a mall or wherever, wherever to go to Disneyland or whatever it is. Everything always is crowded because it's LA and it's super packed and there's just a ton of us. So you have the most popular sport in one of the most populous places in the entire country. And you're going to draw a pretty good number and throw in the fact that it's a really good team. Uh, not a huge surprise that the top uh, television rankings over the last year or so were just absolutely jam packed with Rams games, but more specifically it's packed with NFL games, right? Just across the board. There's games. There's a game between Carolina and Tampa. Okay, Carolina's bad. Carolina's bad. They'd ranked more than 10 places higher than game six of the NBA finals. It's just, it's, it is King Kong. There is nothing else that comes to, uh, even close to it. And, and the Rams are just the beneficiary. Everybody in the NFL is the beneficiary of this. And this is kind of the secret sauce of the NFL, right? Um, the fact that because, – because think about this. Really the only time of the year where we're not fully invested in the NFL towards the end of June and right up until about right now, right? The next week or two, uh, you could make the case that maybe we're still kind of dipping our toe in it. But after the next couple of weeks when camps are open, it's all NFL all the time. And then the season goes, and then the playoff goes, and then the combine goes, and then the draft goes. And then free agency goes and then mini camps go. And it just is this incredible cycle. It's a year. It's a, it's a basically an 11 month of the year sport. Baseball has opening day. Cool. Has the beginning of spring training. Eh, that's okay. Whatever. And you've got the postseason. You've got the playoffs in the world series. It's about, if you add it all up, it's about a month, right? Of where hey, I got to watch this. I am the biggest Dodger fan that you're going to meet. I love the Los Angeles Dodgers. Okay, I love watching them. They mean a great deal to me. I get a great I like having a baseball game on in the background, okay? We're coming out of the All-Star break here, and they're going to open up the second half of the season with the Giants. I'll have it on in my house. I will be watching the Dodger game as you make dinner, as you're helping kids with homework, whatever it might be, right? It's on. It's, it's fun. But you don't have to see it, right? You don't have to watch the Dodgers play the Arizona Diamondbacks in the middle of May. You could miss it. It's fine. It doesn't really affect the bottom line. You might miss an individual performance, like Mookie Betts might hit three home runs in a game. You'd like to see it, but miss it. Okay, they're 11 games up instead of uh, 10. What's the difference? Nothing. Football? Forget about it. You got to watch them all. You need to watch them all. There are only 17 of them. They are in a relatively short period of time of four months. Right, the regular season is September, October, November, December. That's it, four months. If you miss one, you might not know the the links in the chain. You might not know why that game against Tennessee on a Sunday night, in retrospect, was a huge deal. Right, when you're watching Madden, well, pick six. Okay, is this a bad game? Is this a Lions thing? Is he finding uh, losing his groove? And then you turn around and it happens to Green Bay. You turn around, and it happens to San Francisco. And you're like, wait, wait, whoa, whoa! I thought this team was good. The Dodgers lose three games in a row. It's like, yeah, it's baseball, man. It's 148 more games or however many left. In football, it's like, hey, man, we've lost four and three in a row. What the heck is going on? We can't afford to lose three in a row. It's a month's worth of games. It's exactly what it was. Rams didn't win a game in, in November. What the hell's going on around here? You've got to watch. And that's why Rams are really good. They won the Super Bowl. Big city. A lot of people. A lot of sports fans. But the biggest reason why... All football games rake like crazy. You've got to see every single one. 
you got to see it. So I love seeing the Rams all over the ratings like that, the way they were. It is just a football thing. It is King Kong, and there is nothing else that even comes close to it. Thanks again for making Locked on Rams your first listen every single day, free and available wherever you get your podcast. Click that subscribe button in your feed. Click that subscribe button on your Locked on Rams YouTube channel as well. And when you're done with that, make your second listen to Locked on Ram NFL, or excuse me, the Locked on NFL podcast. Our national NFL experts and insiders keeping fans dialed in with the biggest stories and latest news from around the league because an offseason, as short as it is, doesn't equal a break in the action. Until next time, whose house? It's Locked on Rams' house. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.